You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Thanks for that introduction. I'm Craig and I'm sober during this week's podcast. Laurie's joining us. <laughs> Got a chip? <laughs> How long have you been sober? A week? Laurie, I was going to introduce you to the sober podcast. I'm always sober. Are you? As a judge. Well, on the podcast? Okay, maybe. Aye. Okay, I'm lying now. Acceptance is the first thing you need to get. Hey, well, I'm sober. I've got tea and a cola. That's me. I've got tea and some juice. Is that what you want me to say? <laughs> yeah. Aye, everyone wants to know what you're drinking. I don't think they do. <laughs> right, so is that, is, that, is that you done? Is that your introduction? That's, that's my introduction done. Okay, so, yes, hello, welcome to the podcast. After a weekend where uh, Motherwell entered the Granger zone at Tynecastle, as hearts were flying, thanks to their top gun Danny. Oh. <laughs> On Saturday oh. in Paisley, St. Lydown celebrated Albert Kidd's birthday by doing what they do best, getting pumped 5-0 by Celtic. <laughs> 86 of Hearts uh, let the league title slip these days uh, all they'd look for is uh, uh, their wage slip on time so I'll discuss the latest on that I look back at all the SPL games I'll have a wee look at what's happening on Twitter we're also joined by the other guys Chris and Greg today Greg will be uh, cheery talking a big talk after the last podcast Aye. Mm-hmm. and Chris will be back with uh, telling us about his nose job as well <laughs> I'm not on enough painkillers to dull the pain after those puns. <laughs> I wasn't even sure if there were puns, Chris. I was told that there was puns coming up and I was waiting. I, know, I, I was waiting. I was a, waiting. Pun, a pun's not meant to be funny. <laughs> so did you put on your Motherwell 3-0 then? I did, aye. I, I, I put 100 quid on it. <laughs> we play now, don't get up. What's the chat? Aye. Right, Chris, so since you've been missing, I'm wanting to hear this uh, beauty of an SPL review. Uh, nice and polished and uh, all ready to go. Like it was the last time you heard one. Oh, yeah, yeah I did like that. We were after seamless. my 50s take or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were seamless as we played that. We pretended it was there. It was, it was good. Ah, uh, no bell. <laughs> Alright, we'll start with a Friday night game, which was uh, not in telly, unfortunately, as uh, Inverness absolutely took Dundee apart. There's two early goals from Barry McKay and Gary Warren, which gave him an elocution, but Colin Nish made it 2-1 with 15 minutes played. It wasn't until Andrew Shinney tucked away a penalty with 10 minutes left after Ian Davidson filled Shane Sutherland, and Barry McKay rounded off the squad to move Inverness up to joint third prior to the other games of the weekend. Moving on to the lunchtime kickoff on Saturday, it was St Mirren 0, Celtic 5. Paisley 5 0. Was that good as Hawaii 5 0? Still good enough for Celtic ahead of the Champions League time, Barcelona. St Mirren continually shot himself in the foot with defending, and Celtic took full advantage with goals from Gary Hooper, F.A. Ambrose, and two from Victor Wanyama just before time. And then Tony Watt rounded things off with the fifth and final goal with a few minutes to go. And the 3 o'clock kickoffs, well I say 3 o'clock kickoff because it was a road closure in the A90, which meant Aberdeen's arrival at Dunedin was a bit late. It did kick off to somewhere between quarter past and three and half past three. Aye, it did eventually get going. John Rankin put the home side up midway through the first half for uh, Dunedin United's first goal since August. But now McGinn leveled things just after half time, scored this fourth consecutive match to ensure that Aberdeen got a share of the points in the new, or is it now the old firm derby? 
I don't know, I was told that they don't like it being called the new firm, so maybe it needs to be the old firm. Ah, uh, well, okay, fair enough. I'm happy with that. Maybe it needs to be Dundee United versus Aberdeen. That keeps it simple. <laughs> uh, you need to call it Derby's firms and stuff. Especially if you're Derby. Aye. What was it, a few weeks ago we had the cold firm Derby and I was... Aye. Aye, that was Laurie, that was, that was when he'd done his puns. He forgot uh, to do them this week. <laughs> anyway. Speaking of the Highlands, up in Dingwall, Ross County secured the first ever home SPL win by the odd goal five. Lee Griffiths and Gavin Hibbs the lead, but Stuart Kettlewell quite levelled the game before Ian Vigers gave the home side the lead. A wonderful volley from James McPake levelled the game with a stroke at half time, but it was Colm McMenamin when he got the one and late in the second half to settle the game. Uh, but of course, it was St Johnson that took all the points on Saturday as they managed a fifth straight win for the first time in over 40 years, which moved them up to second place in the table. Murray Davidson gave a home side away in the half-hour mark, but after a series of poor choices by Nigel Hasselbank, including which foot to tap the ball on and it he finally managed to secure a point in the last minute of regular time. But there was still time for James Fowler to pull one back for Kilmarnock, but all too late for the visitors. And then of course we move on to the Sunday lunchtime game. Greg, uh, look away now. Hey. As Marlowe visited Hearts, knowing that the home side hadn't won since the opening day of the season. But that was all to change, courtesy of a 30-yard hit for Danny Granger. Marlowe was claimed for a penalty and Michael Higdon was challenged by Andy Webster, went unheard. End of the game was Hearts celebrating. So, uh, maybe we should start with that game, eh? Start with Hearts, ce- Hearts celebrating a huge scalp. Yeah, taking Marlowe 1-0 at home. I can't believe all the, I can't believe all the <laughs> celebrations at full time, man. I tell you what, if that's <laughs> if that's got the punters done Tyne Castle excited, theory me, it's going to be a long season. They just heard the podcast, Greg, they were just like me, they, they weren't too bothered, but it was just because uh, they heard you talking in big talks, they thought, oh yes, yeah. we've got one over that, over yeah, that John, big John, ball bag in the away end. We'll... John, John McGlynn and his, his team of hammer throwers <laughs> managed, to, uh, managed to win by a flicky goal. Did McGlynn get McGlynn... McGlynn... getting really good at long shooting. That's because we don't have any strikers to pass it to, so we've just got to shoot <laughs> It's the only option. I got to be pleased, though, Laurie. Got to be chuffed that you're getting back to back to it. That was only bored because uh, Greg was being, <laughs> being a wido. <laughs> I'm resigned to us being pitched. <laughs> yeah, you're right. The game, the game itself was uh, was pretty was pretty dire to be honest. But um, I mean, I, I said it yesterday. Hearts, Hearts deserved their run. There's no question about it. They were a better side. We, I don't know what's wrong with us at the moment. We look as though we're way short of confidence. And, Things just not happening for us. I think we'd maybe one or two shots and target the whole game, which that's just not good enough. So, no complaints from here. Aye. Three points, gladly, no gladly uh, over no, the Edinburgh boys. No Jamie McDonald gifts for you this time around. No, no, this time around. Not did he spill any at uh, Higdon's feet this time around? Even if he did, he'd probably ballooned over the bar. <laughs> it was just poor timing this week, this weekend, because it was on the same time as Sunderland Newcastle. They just, and unfortunately, I watched that. Boo! I watched the gift full game at Tynecastle. Scottish football forums head on show as they watching arguably the game of the weekend. It's, it's yes, the SPL. I had a time in Weird Derby. Yes, yeah. forgets about that. You know, it's, it's yeah. what happens. Lower division guys. Aye, all the, all the decent games are on Saturday. Third division. So what, about, uh, what about Big Higgins' penalty shout then? Stonewall. <laughs> 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 You know, I tell you what, when it's, it's getting to the stage that we're looking for that to salvages, I think we're in a bit of trouble. I, 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 see, to be honest, I don't see that leading with the arm and climbing up in the, the back of the, the striker. I don't like that. I think that's got to be a dodgy one. See, he didn't climb. He just kept. His arms were in front of him. Where did you put? Where did you put your arms? He you jumped for the head. You have to 
What's not in front of your body. What, so you, you jump for a header in a football game and try and keep your arms flat to your side because you kind of put them up out and out the way because then if it hits them, you'll get, give away a penalty. You kind of put them in front of you because then if it touches a player in front of you, you what, you're going to jump your arms behind your back so if you end up falling over, you'll break your neck. I don't think you can lead with the arms into the, into the, into the striker. Aye, that's what I just, anywhere else to park, you're getting a free kick for that. Strikers should challenge for balls more than it's Lee Miller was the worst for that. All he would do is he would stand and put his arms out and wait for a defender to win a header and then get a free kick for it. He used to drive me mad, even when he played for us. <laughs> Honestly, I've never seen a player get more free kicks for doing nothing, for not challenging for headers. Uh, well, uh, I, I would have given a penalty for that's me. Nah, you're a well, I, To be honest, I, I've never seen that given. <laughs> Nah, you're never getting that one. Does just suddenly forget that you know that Celtic didn't need five to win the title this time? What's that all about? <laughs> oh, that was just wrong. Was Aye, just... the worst I've seen them. Jesus, it was like it is. Oh, and I would, do, I would do say that because I thought they were pretty rank with the defence when they played Ross County a few weeks ago as well. Oh, they were, but I mean that was just some of the goals there were just like, what was Samson doing? No. Oh no, oh, I'm going to defend Samson on this one because I think his defence got him doing terrible. See that second goal when the free kick came in and there was like two or three Celtic players lying up in front of it, uh, Samson's view. He doesn't see that to the last second. Ah, this this is McDonald in the Scotland team if he's in the Scotland team. <laughs> <laughs> They'll take that too far. Aye, but a, a brilliant result, especially when a lot of your players would have had one eye on the Barca game, Chris. Aye, I think they showed in the second half. I think they took their foot off the gas. Four 0 you're thinking. Naturally, let's have a wee break and we'll be ready for Tuesday. But I thought I liked uh, Tony Watt on Saturday. He thought he had a great game, and I was delighted when he got his goal because I don't think everybody earned it more than him. I liked the banter from him saying that he's just chuffed. He's got a a seat on the plane for the <laughs> Barcelona game. I like that. I tell you what, there was an element uh, Saturday's game where it looked like everybody we, like Lennon had told them before the game if you get a goal you'll be uh, you'll be in the, the squad for Barcelona because see the face on, on the likes of Assad and Miku at the end of the game <laughs> when neither of them had been in the score sheet they looked miserable. Ah, but Miku's playing the I've won it New Camp before card, isn't he? Aye. We <laughs> heard Effie uh, Ambrose saying he'll keep a, a hold of Messi. <laughs> oh dear. I saw him. Um, I saw. Oh, I'll be. Thingy, yeah. Anyway, I'll talk, talk about that in, in Tweety Pie. Yeah. <laughs> Teasing us. No, on, was... on, that, on that subject, did you see the uh, racist guy on Twitter that was claiming all the black guys looked the same? He was getting Wanyama and Ambrose mixed up. Some uh, guy SS at, football what, forums or something. Oh. <laughs> 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 you know, <laughs> I'm going to get your Twitter account shut down for that. I'm, I'm going to sue you. I'm going to pay you <laughs> court, get 50 grand. <laughs> Well, I don't know why I made that mistake because I remember seeing. I don't know why you made that mistake. It was two black guys. No, I like. No, at all. I remember seeing Wanyama scoring, and I looked and I thought, wait a minute, why is he no celebrating? He was off excited the last time he scored. <laughs> Bye. Well, all you need to do remember is Jeffrey Ambrose is a guy that looks like Billy Ocean. He's busy reference. Like, what, what's what's numbers and names on the back of their shirts for? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> is Ambrose not four and Wanyama's 67 or something? Aye, aye Wanyama is. Aye. Right, okay, it was an easy mistake to make. <laughs> so what else happened? County Hibs. Hey, gotta love a Hibs keeper, eh? Oh, that's quality, wasn't Going walk about, but I thought Chris touched upon Hasselbank. Oh, he, my God. Not really known. Does he have his right foot, his left foot? Does he almost like he controlled it? And, well... Obviously, it goes by the post. He's, one of, these, done he's one of these players, though. He's he, he's quite effective sometimes, and sometimes looks quite skillful, but often looks like he 
he kind of doesn't know himself what he's doing. He sort of accidentally skins people. He sort of falls over himself and past people. And sometimes I think his his legs move a bit too quick for his own good. But uh, he's a useful player, Hasselbank, in the right team, I think. Good pace. Oh, he's solid defense. for such a wee guy. I mean, you look at the table just now, it's, <clears throat> it is still crazy. I know we touched upon it not long ago. It's like but second to 11th. It could easily change any combination of those teams, couldn't it? Because, you know, Hibs are all getting very excited. Of, you know, getting the, the league tables, as I say, posted on my Facebook wall. The Hibs fans, I know. And it's like, they're three points ahead of us. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, next week, they could be behind us on goal difference. And we've been absolute pants. And it's uh, it's that kind of weird season. You know, St. Johnson, were they not bought them not long ago? Uh, five wins in a row, they're up to second. And oh, there was calls for Lomas's yeah, head. They're second yeah, place, and they're, you know, they're they even going to be by Hearts too now. I mean, Christ. And they're three points behind Celtic. It's it's crazy. It shows you what a, what a bit of confidence does, though, because watching the highlights, they look as though, especially going forward, they're playing with a real, a real bit of swagger at the moment. You know, it's really good football to watch. And that's that. Just two or three wins in the top. You get that head of steam up. It's a big difference. Well, that Celtic game, I mean, that, like, that winner by, you know, that cracking goal by Vine in the second mm-hmm. half, that's just obviously kicked them on. I suppose a win like that would give you confidence. You know, you beat the champions and obviously get that run going. I mean, it's, football seems to work like that way, doesn't it? People, yeah, right. It works in form and whether it's bad or good, you know, you go on a bad run and it's hard to get out of and you go on a good run, you know, it's it's easy to keep going. So it's... Uh... Well, it's happening to Rangers, isn't it, with their away form? Oh, where you go, uh, you're playing in third division, doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's hear Chica about the third division. Happens hey, do you want me to, when you get good to away go from... over the SFL? No. Yes. <laughs> well, right, you know you like it. You... You have to start with the, 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 the biggest win in the SFL today. Oh, that was, that was pretty good. Right, I, that's it. Got to start in the, with Partick winning 7-0, a 7-0 humping over Airdrie United. And Airdrie finished with 10 men, which... There's says, a surprise, eh? <laughs> Get it right <laughs> up to Airdrie. 7-1. <laughs> <laughs> but aye, the guy was only sent off in the 76th minute. So, aye. Uh, the scoreline wasn't because of that. I guess I'm surprised. I, I watched Airdrie United uh, and uh, for Hull, fun enough, when they played Celtic's development squad, we thumped them 5 0. <laughs> so I'm not really surprised the part of this took seven off them. We're wrong. Uh, and Dunfermline lost ground. They drew 2 2 with Morton, although they managed to come back from being 2 0 down and scored in the last 10 minutes. Both goals in the last 10 minutes. So they'll be chuffed. Although. You mentioned Partick with the, the biggest uh, victory with seven goals, but Cowdenbeath and Wraith Rovers had an eight-goal thriller, drawing four apiece. And I spotted Simon Mensing scored for Wraith. He also played for Hamilton, St Johnson and Motherwell as well, but I remember him mostly from Football Manager because he was always really cheap. <laughs> he was a decent player. <laughs> uh, other games were Falkirk winning 2-0 away to Dumbarton and Livingston beating Hamilton 2-1. And away from the results, the Dumbarton manager, Alan, Alan Adamson, was Alan. sacked. He's French, is he? <laughs> yes. <laughs> after, he's been sacked after two years in charge. And Jack the is taking over. Right, right to the bottom of the table, you're getting sacked. I know. But right. come how, how much longer is it going to be till Smith at Dundee's getting the same fate? It's not his fault that Dundee got promoted like three seconds before the SFL kicked off, the SPL kicked off. Yeah. Barton finished third, I think in the second division, so it's not as if they were uh, highly prepared for the first division. It's just harsh. Right, in the second division, I'm just going to skim over the results because I, I don't really want to talk about them. I've got more <laughs> matters to discuss. So we'll go Albion Rovers 
beat Arbroath 4-0, Alloa beat Air United 1-0, Brecon beat Stranraer 3-0, East Fife beat Forfar 3-0, Queen of South drew 2-2 with Stenhouse Muir. Now the important thing I wanted to discuss from the second division is from the recent BBC study into the price of attending football <clears throat> and how have Alloa got a price, a cup of tea at 50p? What is going on there? Dero. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> How's this so cheap compared I've, I've, to? I've, I've got no frame of reference. How much is a cup of tea at the football? I'm a poverty. Pound eighty or something usually is it? Aye. Fifty p is dot cheap. I mean, pro- aye, but in Alloa it'll be it'll be some lady sitting there pouring tea out of her kettle into a plastic <laughs> cup for everyone. I mean, I'm not saying that's any much worse than what you get at a ground, but you know, if you if you're talking like a bigger ground, maybe a you know a top flight ground or ground in England, is it? You know they'll they'll have it they'll generally have it from like machines or whatever on this so they pretend that they can charge oh, more or whatever. So it didn't impress you then? So it's just me. No, I'm saying oh, no. I can I can. I can it's decent enough, but then I mean, how much do they see? A, a few people, I, you know, this price of football thing. I saw some people saying you know twenty four pound for the Hearts game, a bit of a rip off and stuff. And to me, I, I just said, well, that sounds about right. SPL game twenty four pound. I mean, I went to a second division game, um, obviously just well, like just over six months ago. And it was twelve pound to get in. I mean, yeah, it's. Right. I mean, depends that, who you can see, really. I mean, that was yeah. four for, and they're not exactly great. <laughs> you, you, you look at the first division. You look at that league and some of the games and some of the goals at the weekend. I mean, that's a that's a that's a really good division to be watching football. And I don't know what the prices are, but I guess there'd be a chunk lower than the, than the SPL. It's been something that's gone round the houses for for years and years. The price of football, and I've I've got a real bugbear. Not so much with the um, the money to get in. That's that is what it is. You have to pay that. It's, it's the money that you end have to pay when you're inside the ground and things like one one pound eighty for a cup of tea. But you look you look at the people. You look at the people that they're selling that to. It's the same people that have just shelled out twenty four quid to get in. I think the point I'm trying to make is there is no other industry in this earth where you would where you could get away with doing that. See, the you over is... the odds to get in, and then you're you're horsing them one eighty for a cup of tea. Is it not caterers though? Just like SPL clubs will use is what I'm trying to say and like and with a second division team they'll probably just sometimes have, they'll probably just have one not... person sitting there pouring tea out of kettle rather than I know like with hearts I think it's I'm pretty sure it's some outside catering that do the food and oh. you know it'll all be you know and I'm not saying that justifies that you're charging one pound eighty for a cup of tea but I think people have to be realistic and someone made the point because they were talking about it in England as well because I mean you talk about twenty quid for an SPL game I mean you pay hundred and twenty pounds for a match ticket at Arsenal. Yeah. And the thing is with them, the thing is with these English clubs is they're a, the, the reason they don't put it down is because they don't have to. Because I've Arsenal got, I mean, I don't believe that everyone would take it up, but I think they say that they got 50,000 on a waiting list for season tickets. Yeah. So they can charge yeah. thousands for a season ticket. In Scotland, the reason I don't think they can put ticket prices down too much in SPL is because I think when they have put them down, the attendances don't go up. So the problem is you'll have that same group of fans coming. They'll, they'll pay the 25 quid. The same fans will come back and pay twenty, but or they'll pay fifteen, but not that many more people will come on top of it. So if you half the price to twelve quid, you would need, you know, Hearts Motherwell, twelve thousand people. You couldn't, I mean, you couldn't half it to twelve quid because you you can't get double that. So if you if you took it down to say you know fifteen or whatever, then you would need what another quarter. So you need another, you maybe need another two three thousand people to come in just to. I, I, I think it definitely affects certainly their way attendances. I think I think that's where you see a difference because I would be more inclined to go to likes of Hibs or, or somewhere else if it was, you know, 12 quid to get in. But instead, it's 23 quid, and that's before you even get there. If you go and get a train there and a few pints, you're looking at 
40, 50, 60 quid. It's just ridiculous. Whereas if, if the price is looking a bit more attractive, you don't mind so much making effort and going, but you're not going to go to get stung £24 to go and watch a football. And you look at the you look at yesterday's game, I'm not sure how much it was to get in, but a Sunday at quarter to one, come on. Was 24 was the standard, I think. It's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. But what do they do then? You can't charge your away fans 12 quid and the home 24, because then all the home fans would say, well, why are they getting in for half the price to the same match? Yeah. The thing is that they're going to make money from the like the food stalls as well. Like you're talking about how many extra fans you need in. Ah, but the, like I mean, you're the, ta- the fans are going to be spending like, and I'm not, uh, I'm not saying that it's right to be charging close to two pound for a cup of tea. But you're going to make money even if you put it down to a pound. You're going to make a lot of money I don't think from these make... extra fans. I mean, the thing is, I think the issues and people brought it up is if fans, you know, fans want fans want players to come in. And they made the point, you know, especially with the English, a few fans made the point that it's like, well, everyone moans when we don't sign players for 40 million, we don't pay them 120 grand a week. And it, obviously that's a big difference with here, but, you know, Hearts fans are moaning, we don't bring Scatcher back, we don't bring more players in. But, you know, we... That's because you've got an embargo. We're that's barely... Right. We hadn't brought them back anyway. But you know what I mean? <laughs> the thing is, we want players, we want new players, and we want, and they get paid thousands of pounds every week. And if we don't have the good, the good new players, then we're, we're going to do poorly and the fans don't turn up. So you need to bring these new players in to get the fans in, and then to cover the wages, you need to pay. Because basically, Scottish clubs don't even break even. And the yep. bread and butter is from, because our TV deal, obviously, is not great. It's never been great. It's, we, you know, the, the bread and butter, the money we need, you need to get in is, is through the turnstiles. So you can't afford that. Yeah. Scottish clubs can't afford to yeah. less. And, and the biggest outgoings is wages, it's staff costs. But we, we pay players in this country far too much money. I've, I've had this argument in Motherwell fans countless times. Everything was up in arms at the summer when Hamill and Lasley and these guys were all offered reduced reduced contracts, reduced deals, less money than they were on the year before, and everybody's jumping up and down saying, oh, we're in the Champions League, how can they reduce their money? They can reduce their money because if you've got 4,000 people coming in every single Saturday, you can't pay guys three grand a week. You just it, The sums just don't add up. We, we, we pay players far too much money in this country, and out with you know, like teams maybe Celtic and maybe Rangers as well, everybody else needs to start cutting their costs. I mean, you know, better than anybody, Laurie Hearts are actively doing that to try and get their wage bill back down. But I think it has to go further. 130%, 130% our wage to turnover was for a few years. 130%. We were spent it. I mean, it's was 60, is it recommended? I, I've heard that 4 million is what we're trying to get it down to. Because at the moment, we're obviously, it's still, obviously, <laughs> evidently not low enough. I mean, then, but then look at it. You lost Sutton to us, and I understand. Obviously, this isn't, I don't know for sure, but I've heard Sutton gets five grand a week at Hearts. And that is, you know, he's, I, I know he's not getting much of a game, but at the moment, is that worth the outlay for us to be paying someone five grand a week? And we had David Abu on eight grand. I know I shouldn't moan about Abu since he's gone now, and I used to moan about We had him on eight grand a week for so long, at least. There was obviously talk of more, but it was about it was a, about the ten ten thousand pound mark for all that time. I, I think I think clubs should come out and I think they should publicise exactly how much they're paying players and say to the supporters, right, you want Keith Lasley next season? Keith Lasley wants three and a half grand a week. Yep. You still want them next season? Because yep. I think that would be a wake up call to a lot of people to say. I think. Oh, actually. Do you think? I think. Did I mention that before? I meant to before because the MLS have that open thing. You can see every clubs because yeah, you know the club have like. But because it's part of the rules that you have certain players can earn over this X amount, blah blah blah. It's actually open. I think there's a website. I'm I'm pretty sure I might mention. I'm sure there is. I've heard that there's. I do kind of listen, cover, listen to some of the MLS updates and stuff. And 
I'm pretty sure you can actually see who earns all, who earns what. And it's, it's I buy it on the the website. I have to look up. I mean, I'm not 100, percent but I'm I'm pretty sure it's open at very least. You could like the fans know who earns what the MLS yeah. clubs. But um, you know what? I think we should maybe stick this as a topic. Maybe in next week or one of the coming weeks. I think <laughs> we're not just discussing now. <laughs> no, but I think we could discuss it a lot more. And I was aye, going to yeah. cut us off for time. Aye, aye, you were good. Aye, yeah. Uh, we just cut out of the SFL three chat. What's, what's going? Aye, aye. So, <laughs> no, seriously, nobody's we should... real interested in the third division. No one cares. No. But I've got, to, I've got to go there because well, I've got to mention giant killers still in Albion doing us in the charity bet by getting beat off Montrose three one. That's rubbish. That's form. That's that's not giant killer. <laughs> And Peterhead lost two one to East Dublin. That's, that's, that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. And Rangers well, struggled. By Rangers, that's embarrassing. He struggled to beat, beat Clyde. Park, yeah. From what I've seen, two uh, 0 And well, another full house. Forty nine thousand four hundred sixty three thousand is a full house this week. It changes every week. It's just it depends. Sixty one thousand. Sixty one thousand potentially. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was the somebody was suggesting that they were charging. 17 quid to get in. Does that sound about right? You've, you've been aye, this season, correct? Aye, I think 18 is a normal top price. Right. What is, is, is that, and was, we were sort of discussing this at work today, is, is there not like a, an upper limit you can you can set for the league? Or is it just is up to each club themselves what they what they decide to charge know per game? You know, Montrose are the cheapest in the UK, eh? in the are they? £6 to get in. Is it? Apparently that's six pounds you need to get in in Montrose. Yeah, that's that's bang on the money. That's what you should be paying to watch Scottish uh, football. But you, you you need to charge all that money to get like Ian Black and stuff playing for your team in the third uh, division. See where Rangers. Well, that, that that is a, that's that's a good point. Why are they? It was a Queens Park fan who was saying, look, throughout the league, the standard pricing is twelve pound for an adult, five pound for a kid, more or less, mm-hmm. a wee bit mm-hmm. of give and take. Which is what they charge for in the cup. But I, I, I think I think the Queens Park fans were humming and hawing, having to pay. 17 quid and it was just that question whether or not there is a there is an upper limit or whether it's just a case of each club sets their price depending on how they feel that particular I, week I don't see why there should be an upper limit the, the clubs should be able to charge what they want if the fans don't turn up then they need to reduce it Rangers no, I mean Rangers are getting well they're getting sellouts but I'm not going to call that an official sellout but they're getting fans through the doors so mm-hmm. the £18 I think that's a top tier because you get uh, different prices based on where you sit obviously I think that's the most expensive. Aye. I was certainly going. That was what the away fans were getting charged. Sadly, I, sorry, I, don't, I don't know. It might have been different. Are Rangers I racking up debt again? The... Just... I because I've got to be. Things I've been getting. Me- a, a few people have have messaged me on this, and I I didn't know how, how seriously take it because they are Celtic fans. But tell me that Rangers have actually racked up two million at least already debt. I don't know what the exact figures know. are, but I, I mean it could be even a, even a share issue. Thing they're talking about, they're talking about working capital, so they must be needing yeah. money somewhere. Is this not just? I just can't believe that they would start doing that already. This is what I've done. Understand with paying these ridiculous wages in the third division. Is it not just like? But is it ridiculous wages when you're getting forty nine thousand through the gate, paying sixteen hundred pounds? If you're debt already, then I would be concerned. You should surely, after what's happened, Rangers would be thinking right. Even if it just looks like a bit of debt, you, we should be thinking self sufficient. Spend what we earn. Spend what we earn. 
Yeah, wages. But if they're needing a share issue that needs working capital, as listed as one of the things they need the money for, then there's a problem because they're spending too much money already. But and want... they can't keep having a share issue every year. <clears throat> That's what I mean. I I'm not saying it's any sort of problem long term. I just mean, do you not think you've got this clean slate, you made an absolute mess of everything before that you think, let's put this model in place exactly, as in we don't spend more than what we earn. So if we're getting in revenue x amount per month from gates which is obviously going to be where all your money's coming from then that is mm -hmm. then our wage bill needs to be 60 percent of that so you cover yeah. the cost i mean it would just seem... i guess we won't know until the end of the season especially really. because you're not gonna you know things aren't going to change in terms of your revenue for well unless there's a drastic change in scottish football for three years at least because you know the, the prices are going to have to go up as they go I up the mean, divisions, but there's not much room to go up. You're charging uh, in price. You need to charge twenty five yeah. in the second division. Thirty, you'd be charging eighty quid by the time you get to the SPL. Oh yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I think the but prices yeah, will go up. But I don't think they'll go up that much. But I think they will go up as we go up the divisions. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, as you say, like, there's not much room for that based on the SPL prices. It seems crazy because you don't. Well, maybe if you've got Ali McCoy as your manager, you do need to sign SPL players to beat third division teams. But <laughs> and even then, <laughs> even then, you get to... right. But we're we're sitting top of the league now after Big Jig saved the day. You're sitting top. I, I tell you what, I take Lee McCulloch almost single-handedly is dragging you to the top of that league. He's the type of guy that we need. I tell you what, because he's fun as level. It's because yeah, he's a he can elbow folk down there all he wants because people don't back to him. Aye, he's, he's happy as Larry. It might well, that, that might well be the case, but I think it was a masterstroke keeping the hold of him because if you look at some of the games, well, some of the highlights of the games I've seen, he's a guy that's sticking the goals. I mean, he's a guy that's shouting and balling it in the pitch. You get Kevin oh, Kyle's a great as well. Oh, Kevin but... Kyle would just fire up to them. You'll be buzzing, you'll be up to the oh, still playing I haven't seen him <laughs> Jig will be back in the Scotland team shortly <laughs> <I'll wait laughs> right, elsewhere we've got Elgin drawn 2-2 with Annan and Berwick beating Clyde right, Elgin results why Rangers are tap if Elgin had won that Elgin would be tapping I don't worry Rangers are there <laughs> that's it and when we uh, win a point at the weekend <laughs> I guess Clyde <laughs> are we going to discuss goal celebrations or are we going to skip that for this week Oh, I'm on to discuss school celebrations. We need to, we, we can't we can't go through this oh, week without mentioning Effie Ambrose's uh, ridiculous aye. tribute to his uh, Nigerian comrade Agahawa. And the thing thing is, right? I seen that celebration, and apart from being mistaken about who did it, but <laughs> I think that, did you think it was Lenny Henry that did it? <laughs> did you think it was Agahawa? Is that what you <laughs> <laughs> Neil Lennon? He's going to be raging about that. You don't want your players doing that. I know you're wanting a bit of fun, and I don't know he probably would have been happy at the time. But thinking about it now, you don't want your players risking getting hurt. It's just stupid. Do you remember um, last, I, last season when they? I think it should just be sensible goal celebrations because it's too risky. Do you remember Novakovas when one of the Hearts players grabbed him at Tanadice as he was doing it? It's made him fall over when he did his. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> did you like my? I think the the, the bigger problem with Effie Ambrose is him remembering his passport. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I don't understand if people, players do that you know you think it's if one thing you're going to check you're flying to a different country I mean you can forget anything you know you, you pretty much forget anything what is the one thing you need to take as your passport surely you would that's the one thing you could probably get some boots from someone else you could get whatever else just get yeah. your passport that's it you're right just seems right. ridiculous that you forget that I looked into goal celebrations and I looked into the dangers because I think, I'm, I think everyone should be taking this seriously you know, the health and safety oh, for the podcast eh? there was a, a guy Fabian Espindola he 
He put the ball in the net after six minutes and in celebration he attempted one of his trademark backflip celebrations. Things didn't go quite as planned, however, as he broke his leg on landing. <laughs> and then found out the goal was disallowed. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Right. And then to make it even worse, in that same game, uh, LA Galaxy midfielder Brian Jordan scored a goal and then done a backflip just to, just to rub it in. So oh, the, the guy's Espindola's on the way to the hospital and this guy's just taking a piss. Have you seen do you remember the one a couple of years ago when uh, it was the opening day of the season the Celtic were up in Inverness and well, it was like just as near the start of the second half and Paddy McCourt cut in scored the only goal of the game turned around to, uh, to run away to celebrate and ran straight into Sean Maloney and went half in aye I remember that <laughs> right there's been a study in the American Journal of Sports Medicine in 2005 and in the Turkish League 6% of injuries were caused by goal celebrations so <laughs> What do they do and, yeah. and I've got uh, Martin Palermo in 2001. He, this is on YouTube if you wanted to look it up. But Palermo scored a goal, went to the, the crowd and celebrated. And it was just a wee small pocket of fans and they ended up collapsing a wall. Did he play for Palermo? Palmeiras, sorry. Palermo, Palmeiras, did he play over? South America he played, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. And the, well, the wall fell on him and broke his leg. Christ. <laughs> I always, yeah. The one that I always think looks kind of... Dodges, you know when everyone piles on top of the player and you get like almost like all ten outfield players keep jumping yeah. on. I oh, always yeah. think that looks like someone could get hurt in that. I've seen a few times players kind of get and try to shove other ones off because they're getting crushed. Oh, I well, the American Journal of Sports Medicine that I mentioned earlier <laughs> is that there's a, a risk of rib or clavicle fractures as a result of players piling up. Anyway, well, well, no, it's a school kid thing. Away from the study, did you see? I was watching the Leon game yesterday. Did you see that one? What was that all about? I, I just seen this still picture that oh, you posted on the forum. I was but watching I the game, waiting for you know, because I needed it to come in because I'm a big Leon fan. Not that I had bet on it or anything, but <laughs> and the boy scored. And the next thing you see, the camera cuts to him, and he was crawling along the ground with a lion head on him. This big kind of <laughs> like it looked like part of like a big sort of you know, like a mascot outfit. Maybe that's what it was. and like I think he must have kept it must be kept behind the advertising board or something. So he like ran over at the end, and he was just. Crawling about with this lion's head on. It was bizarre. So the thing is, you can get booked for that. Well, for putting a mask or head rules. on. Ah, you're not allowed to do that. Specifically. Does that guy with the Spider-Man mask on? Uh, I got tweeted ah, that. Not... Gutierrez, yeah. isn't it? Newcastle. Ah, you're one? not allowed. Do you want me to go and look up my rule book? No. Thank you. Stephen Hogg tweeted me on... Uh, tweeted me on what? On Twitter? I tweeted me saying, I love Gutierrez, Spider-Man mask. Um... Tommy Roberts, the uh, St Mirren fan, actually tweeted me as well, saying the St Mirren scared goats from last season. You remember that when they did no. the scared goats? What's this? Do you know that? Yeah. You know the you know the goats when they when they're scared and they all do they all fall over, play dead. Oh right, yeah. The St yeah. Mirren tried it, and a bunch of their players all fell over after they scored. But I don't. Is think... that about what Aberdeen's worried sheep? <laughs> worried sheep, aye. Same same idea. <laughs> Griffiths done the Gangnam, didn't he? And although oh, John Barnes and the BBC typical. called it a jig, oh he done a jig. Typical. Right, I've got another danger because I want to remind you about. Oh my god! Paulo Diogo. Paulo Diogo in 2004, he was playing Switzerland. He he celebrated and he caught his wedding ring on the perimeter fence and ripped off the top of his finger. The missing finger was found, but they couldn't reattach it. (laughs) It was found. We're not going to lose it. Football pitch, surely. Well, it was on the fence, so it would have been in the crowd. You know what crowds are like? They would have picked it up. They would have, like, it. stolen it. <laughs> Thrown it at the opposing fans. A memento. 
Jesus. See, you're just you're getting over elaborate there. I think just a nice simple celebration, one hand in the air, maybe two hand in the air. Oh, Shearer, Shearer, right away. Shearer oh. style. Aye, See, Shearer plastic style. on the forum says Alan Shearer, great goal scorer, crap celebrator. One hand, one hand held aloft, then sometimes moving into two hands held aloft. Aye, somebody in the forum posted the Cantona celebration. That was quality. Oh, he just turned around, but a call off out his chest there. <laughs> he just took it all in. Blackburn, aye. Well, it's like it's a bit like Balotelli, but he took it a bit further with his. Uh, <laughs> the best bit about that celebrations was uh, the wee gifts that folk made, like when he was going into space, that kind of celebration. <laughs> what about the, you got like the Rudy, you know, get the, not the shush so much, but you know the point at his left foot, kick it out. Oh, that left. Actually, you mentioned it now, Sheeptastic mentioned this one as well. I hate the shush. You know the worst shush I've ever seen? Scott Brown <laughs> at Berwick Rangers. I mean, he made it 2-0 and then ran away going shh to the crowd. It's Berwick Rangers, you turn up. <laughs> the thing with Rudy is, the thing with Rudy is, he runs to the Hearts fans and shushes and then kicks, and then shushes. It's, it's like, what you want us to stop celebrating? You just go out. But uh, on the, the Larson Larson tongue, El Chappie, the Larson tongue. Oh god, oh it gives me nightmares thinking of. Ah, the Larson tongue. If you search in the forum for the for goal celebrations, and you'll get the thread. But then there's the Icelandic team that just take it a bit too far and choreograph like a five minute routine every time they score a goal. I don't know if I could be bothered with that. She bring back bookings for all the choreographed uh, celebrations. It's in the rules, Greg. Years ago, they used to do it, and it was absolutely awful. Oh, hey, so yeah, perfect, you're such a grump. Come on, just get my, per- sh- sh- my personal favourite is still uh, Robbie Fowler snorting the touchline. It's never been repeated for me, either. I used to like the Robbie Keane cartwheel. And the, so, uh, was that an archer he did a few times? Or I tried that once at fives. <laughs> I can't cut you. See, the thing is, I never celebrate a goal. I just. You don't score? I, well, no, I do score sometimes, but it just doesn't. I don't know, it doesn't bother me. I'm normally quite critical. <laughs> Did Fowler not do. Oh, I'm going go mad. Did Fowler not do a celebration? I've got to try and think how I word this. To do with um, when Graham Lasso and there was certain uh, rumours about Graham Lasso. Oh. I know what you're referring to, did, but... Did he not do I'm, something that was... I might be going mad, or maybe he just said something. Like, yeah. Wait a minute, I might look it up. Aye. Oh. The other ones, the old, the other old school ones, uh, Mick Channon used to do the windmill. The who? Used to run away with his arm windmill and be oh, his side. God, something else. <laughs> <laughs> the windmill, that, that gave me some dodgy images in my head. Because I know, I know someone who... He plays rugby and he told me that the French guy in their team did a windmill after he scored a try and it, it wasn't with his arm, I'll tell you that. Is <laughs> <laughs> that no helicopter? <laughs> yeah, wait, I've just seen on, on Google uh, a picture of Fowler lifting up his top with a message, glad to be gay. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Hi, hi, exactly. I don't know if this one was a real one or if it's made up, but I've got an image in my head of something like, like two guys running over to the corner flag and one of them pretending to put a wee ball in and then like, he was playing was golf. Was that no Bellamy? That was not long ago, was it? I'm... I think it was Bellamy. Was it? I think so. I can't remember. I, just, I remember I mean, the other ones that I could stand in my pod in the shot. <laughs> it's just, these bizarre made up things. It was the same way. Like, I, can anybody remember any of these bizarre ones before 1994 when Bebeto did that baby thing? Ah, oh, that was a quality one. Yeah, that, that kick-started it all, wasn't it? Aye. Before that, it was just... Because after that, you know, mid-90s, you had, like, Klinsman dives. Yeah. Didn't you sound like that in Greg's day, did it? 
Never, never that mad day. Just a good, a good firm handshake. No, they turn round and do that. A good show. They turn round and give it the get it right up. Yeah, that's what I always see when I watch the old Hearts games. They always turn round to the opposing fans and go get it right up. That's nah, what I, you, I like. Get too much fan for that. Now. I know what you sure. get. Me. You do a hide then. Us wouldn't like that. Right, we'll move on then. We'll discuss the the Champions League. Chris, touch upon Barca. It's exciting times if you're still in the Champions League. It's, right. I've forgotten what it's like. The Rangers out, are they? Uh, oh, 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 aye. I, I, was, I was hearing uh, the odds, 8-1 to one for a draw and 16-1 to one for a Celtic victory. Sure and I was hearing 50-1 to one for Celtic to win 1-0. I don't know what happened. There's, no There's no way in this earth that Celtic will stop Barcelona scoring. Do you know, it's 80-1 to 1 for mm-hmm. Barca to win 8-0. Right. No, sorry, no, 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 sorry, I got that wrong. It was 66-1 to 1 for Barca to win 8-0 earlier when I looked. It was 80-1 to 1 for Celtic to win 2-1. <laughs> it's like, that's no right. <laughs> Our Barca are kind of threadbare at the back, though. I think that's yeah. the key for Celtic. I think well, they're going to need to stay solid. They're not going to keep a clean sheet. I'd be amazed if they did that. Gilliam. So what they need to do is stay solid and see when they get a chance. Attack them. They don't like that. Gilliam. Deportivo showed it at the weekend. Aye, the thing is, they'll need, to dish, they'll need to bring out the 12th man again. <laughs> see how they get on. Gilliam, see if they get away with it again. Balaguer, just take... he was uh, you know, the Spanish football expert. He was saying he thinks Celtic can surprise him. Always like Gilliam Balaguer. Surprise! Well, if you fancy them, you know McBookie twenty-eight to one just for Celtic to win. Yeah, just to win. I'm not gonna win. Forget twenty-eight. Twenty-eight to one. Twenty-eight to one. Just. I mean, it's that's that's went up massively since they tweeted yesterday. I mean, that's like I mean I know it's unlikely, but twenty-eight to one just on a result. I mean, that's. That's worth ten pence, Chris. No, He's ten, ten pence straight. Oh wait, go ask. <laughs> I fancy the draw. I think the draw is not bad. Bit. One. Eight to one. Twelve to one on McBookie. Twelve to one. I, I think that's, that's a, a tidy bit. Well, Barca certainly aren't good value. If you could stick hundred and sixty quid on, make a tenner. <laughs> I know. Really I don't know. I, I, I don't. We're not expected to get in, so the pressure's completely off here. I, I just think. Well, wait, if we go out there and we can play the best of our ability. Anything can happen. Before the Sparta game, was that, that was about the only away game in the group stage you'd actually... It was. was it? I, I, <laughs> the only, only game in like 18 away games that we got anything at all was at the new camp. A 1-1 draw. And I was there. Oh. In fact, i seen SPL Stats tweeted earlier that Celtic have been to the new camp four times and drawn twice and lost the other two. And the two they drew was the two games I was at. Even that, did the third <laughs> division team got a draw there, did they know? No, they beat 2-0. Oh, they drew it him. They beat, I thought they drew there at some point. No, it was another each draw at Ibrox. Ah, right. I've got some better odds here from Betfair rival. Right, Celtic forty-one to one. Like, like and if you think Celtic are going to win two 0 it's three hundred and thirty-nine to one. Three ones five hundred and sixty-nine to one. And if you want a three 0 Celtic, it's a thousand to one. See, I don't know if I can bring myself to to do that because I mean I do actually support Celtic in Europe, but when I say that, I mean I. And back them. I won't be jumping about when they score, but I was last time because I had them to win at Spartak at eighteen to one. So I don't know if I could have two weeks where I'm really urging them on. You know, I get enough stick from uh, my Hearts followers on Twitter as it is for my pro Celtic tweets on match. <laughs> Under okay. one and a half goals is ten to one. Just in case anybody doesn't understand Dodge, what Craig means when he says Celtic to win three 0 is a thousand to one is if you put a tenner on, you're losing a tenner. 
<laughs> That's a simplified. I. <laughs> I but a tenner. Craig doesn't go over ten p. I will. I. That's my tenner. That's to Craig. I don't normally go in Betfair because it's two pound minimum bet. I, well, my mate doesn't. Go for, <laughs> my mate doesn't go for that same reason. I was like, get on Betfair. It's like you have. Although you can go down to 10p when you go on the, the fixed odds, but you don't get as good odds on that. 10p. I'm no betting because I am rotten at betting. I put a bet on Mullerwell, Newcastle, and Everton they went at the weekend, and not one of them came up. Uh, <laughs> rubbish. Right, I think we should move on. Laura, I've got bad news for you. What? I think we're going to have to chop Tweety Eye. I've not got enough time. It's not good. It's done. It's but, gone. But we should move on to charity bet, which uh, should. after that, that last revelation, I'm doing brilliantly. <laughs> I, now that you say that, Chris, right, give us your charity bet. Right, I have opted for the banker, Partick Thistle, away to Falkirk. I've opted for Fourth for Athletic, away to Stranraer, because everybody beats Stranraer. Mm-hmm. And in the third division, I've got Elgin City, away to Montrose. Right, I'll just look up the the odds, and it's two little ducks, £77.73 <laughs> for the free £10 bet from Bingo. the UK. That's a, a full house for Laurie there. <laughs> full house for me? Oh, aye. I do like my bingo, eh? <laughs> Did you know mention something tweet I was going to come up later on? Aye, come on, give, us, give us the highlights. Aye. Give us the highlights. No, no, I just, it was just because you were talking about uh, those comparisons with Messi, and I was just going to say that Sheridan was uh, comparing himself with Messi. He said he was a bit, uh, he was a bit down because. Oh, see, you just, I just closed it now. It was good last night, says Killian Sheridan. I was beginning to catch up with Messi on hat tricks, and he gets another one to pull away from me. So that oh. Messi, he must have had that in the back of his mind when he was playing Deportivo. You know, Killian Sheridan's closing. You know, I need to. I need to prove that I'm the better player out of the two. Right, Laurie, we can't dismiss Tweety Eye completely because we need to find out how David Priest oh, yeah, is doing. He's, he's getting really religious these days. Well, he, he was getting quite philosophical. People love quotes on here. So here's one for you. You know what he said? He said, a man must first die if he is to be reborn. There's some David Priest wisdom there. Yep. I won't give it a try, but thanks for that. He also said that Sir Alex has been on the phone fuming because I wasn't wearing a kick out t-shirt while sat at my sofa watching the game today. So he obviously wasn't impressed with Sir Alex, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to start going into. I've got a few David Priest ones there, but you know, you've you've hurt my feelings now. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell he's in the huff there. I spent a good five minutes copying and pasting these tweets. So <laughs> See, we're running out of time. Tough now, decisions you know, have to be made. You don't deserve them though, anyway. <laughs> See, I wasn't even allowed to go through my full list of injuries through celebrations. I had loads. That's because that was boring. <laughs> Baba Yaro. <laughs> <laughs> loads. Loads. Right, we'll move on to do our predictions. Oh, I, feel, I be- forgot. No, I didn't need that. But before we do, I wanted to highlight, Greg, what's going on? Dundee United Aberdeen. What? what? You predicted it. I don't put my predictions in the predictions. <laughs> I just on the podcast. Aye, but you got that right. Did I really? Yep. Superb. Well done. Pretty up not playing the game. I got the result Aye. right, and I put it in the predictor. That counts Aye. as more. Did I get the Motherwell result right? Hey, did you, buddy? I even had to put Motherwell no. win. No, you had Higdon to score, so that's that's done you straight away. You Aye. had Higdon in 3-0. Oh, dear. Or was it a Higdon hat-trick, actually? Higdon hat-trick, I think, 3-0. Ah, that's rubbish. Right, this week we've got Friday night football again. It's becoming mm. a, a, a routine now. This, right, and that's Motherwell against Laurie's team. 
So, right, I'll go first and I'm going to go for a draw, 1-1. One, one. Right, Laurie, you supporting your team? Um, I, f- I forgot about these predictions. I was too busy preparing my Twitter stuff, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Do I just do some more tweet? Yeah, no, yeah. I can't be bothered now. Build up too much. He's definitely in the half. <laughs> Pitch Taylor tweets now. I don't know who to predict. I didn't like Hibs and uh, I didn't want to predict Greg's team to win, so <laughs> I don't know. 1-1 one, one as well. You know, I'm going to have some faith in Hibs. I'm going to say 2-1. I'm going to get the double over my little red bro. I'm going to go for a match abandoned again. Another fun-like <laughs> failure. Or an electricity cutout or a plague of locusts. See if McBookie will give you odds on that. Odds on that. I'm missing the game. I'm, I'm actually, I arranged to go out on Friday. I'm going through to Edinburgh of all places on Friday and not knowing there was a blooming game on, so I'm going to miss it. But oh, there's always goals in this one, so I'll say two each. I've not got the over-under goals. I'm afraid McBookie haven't got them up yet. Bad McBookie. Nice. It's on the TV, Greg. You'll get to see it. Yeah, well, I'll maybe try and catch it in the pub, but probably not. So what score did you go for? Two each, mate. Two each. Two, two. You get 14 to 1 on that, Gregory. Mm-hmm. Is that the, the voice-activated McBookie there? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Should right. be a cheesy Scottish accent? A fake one. Aye, that's what that was. Is that all? <laughs> <laughs> right. On, moving on to Saturday, and it's all 3pm kickoffs. And the first one is Aberdeen against Dundee. And I'm going to go 2-0, home win. Aye, Dundee are crap. Even Aberdeen will probably beat them. Uh, Aberdeen are all right. Aye, uh, 2-0 sounds quite reasonable. In fact, make it 3-0, make it 3. Aberdeen are pretty decent this season, unfortunately. Aye, uh, 3-0 for me, you know. Yep, 3-0. <laughs> Celtic against Kilmarnock, who were woeful. They were, they were horrible, from what I've seen. And Celtic, I'm going to go for... A decent victory, despite the cliche of a European hangover. 4-0 Celtic. 3-1 Celtic. Get in there, big man. No matter what happens to Barcelona, it's going to be hard work. I'll be knackered when I get back. I'm still going to say 2-0 to window. <laughs> yeah, 2-1 Celtic. Yeah, you've got plenty of, plenty of gap there. Because it's Tuesday night, Barca, isn't it? Aye, but it's, all, it's a hard shift against Barcelona. Aye, it is. You think you'll be chasing the ball, like... <laughs> Oh, I need it. Right, and Hearts against Ross County is the next one up, and I'm going to go for 2-1 to Hearts. Mm, Hearts has scored two goals. Mr. Optimistic there. Uh, I were due, a, were due another win. Beat Motherwell than anything's possible, you know. <laughs> Keep dreaming. <laughs> um, two, three, three, one, Hearts. Woof, as Archie McPherson would say. Woof. Now, I'm going to go for a, air quotes, shock here and say Ross County went 2-1. That's, that's not a shock. More of a yeah, shock if I to score three goals. I'm going, I'm, going, uh, I'm going Ross County as well to win it 4 nothing. Get it right up. <laughs> John McLean's hammer-throwing, legionnaires ridden, <laughs> fouling so-and-sos. 4-0 Ross County. Like Derek Adams to come off the bench and score the winner. <laughs> I can't wait. To, I can't wait to play Danny Granger's song at the end of this podcast. Ah, you keep going. God, what a, what a big result for you. Four nothing, Ross County. <laughs> Inverness against St Johnson. I'm going to go for six wins in a row here. Go I'm going to go. Jesus, worse than Greg. One nil, St Johnson. No, it's ending. Inverness are decent. I think they're going to a uh, shock, as we would say. Nothing's a shock in SPL. Everyone's pants these days. 
team is Celtic. Um, and we're less two men. <laughs> we're no fans. We're playing Barcelona. That's, that's, that's flying the flag for the country. Ah, yeah. Uh, I, th- I, think, I don't think St. John's still getting their six in a row. I think this is going to be a... This is where it ends, Inverness. And I think it's going to be goals, because that's Inverness, basically. Uh, two each. That's going to be nil-nil now. Two each. Two nothing Inverness. And St Mirren against Dundee United. I'm going to go for 2-1 to Dundee United. Aye. St Mirren looked that bad last week, but Dundee United might just end their... When was the last time they won? It's been a while, eh? Uh, 2003. 2003? <laughs> I didn't yep. think it was that long since they won it. <laughs> um, two. Aye, St Lydown. I mean, what, St Mirren? No, you're better 2-0, Dundee United. See, the, this is probably the game between two of the worst defences I've seen this season. This could be six each. I'm not going to say six each, so I'm going to say... You want odds on oh, I don't know. Two wins, St Murray. I go for the odds for six each. I don't think... Anyway, the last time Dundee United won, they beat Dundee <laughs> in August. <laughs> I know, that's bad. Evan beats Dundee, don't they? <clears throat> uh, <laughs> uh, don't, three, three. Six, 66 to one for three all. Go on, you go for that. Yes, Hey Greg, what are you thinking? Um, uh, I don't know, who cares? One each. <laughs> is it time for your bed, Greg? United. <laughs> who cares? Still in mood. Whatever you like. Because of Danny. I'll take, a, I'll take a lucky dip in that one. Whatever you want. Pull one out of the hat for me. Right, six each as in. Right, you want six each? Aye, <laughs> give me six each. Greg's actually witnessed a six all. Have you know? I have, yep. I've seen it with my very own eyes. Yeah, you've seen a 6-5 as well. I've seen a 6-5, Aberdeen, yep, yep. He's midweek yeah, games at Fir Park, guarantee you goals. Motherwell, with these games you're spoiling us. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs Ferrero Roche? Right, this has Go got on, to get the to your end. song and uh, for your nonsense, you. Oh, no, no, so I've, I've got a tweety eye before we finish. I've got a tweety eye. In fact, tweet we eye. should all have a tweety eye and just <laughs> leave lorries out. That'd be funny. Right, this, this is great result tonight at the Cup happy to get my first goal for the under 20s and that's Jamie Lindsay the guy who got the winner at Tyne Castle oh, last week get it up come on Jamie Lindsay we're in 1-0 for an hour of the game Aye, and then I, I tell you she was 20 seconds away for getting subbed I think it was about 6 quid to get in for that <laughs> I'm not actually joking it was 4 or 5 6 quid something like that there you go under 20 prices maybe go to those games instead we should throw a better football he can score goals at that level. That way you go. Danny Granger can score goals. Can't he, Greg? Pile drivers. Unstoppable. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm just uh, I'm committing all this to the memory bank, pal. Ah, Next okay. time. See, every time we've pumped you in the past, I've taken a week off the podcast because I'm a good guy. <laughs> you know, I've taken a week off because I, I would just I would go right through them. But I won't now win. I won't now win. And nobody let me hear the end of it. So that's all right. Just keep saving them up. I'm just making sure I get the most of it before you pump us to nail it far back again. Right, so as has got to the end, we've dodged Laurie's tweet eye due to time constraints. I it again, that's it. And we've managed to get one from Chris. I don't have any. Page, Page Taylor wasn't saying much this week. And <laughs> Greg, I don't know if Greg's got a tweet eye. No, I've already done mine, the, the racist guy in the, the forum. <laughs> <laughs> Can they tell a difference between the black guys? You think I'm saying, uh, is it is Paige Taylor the one with the? Aye, that's the one. <laughs> aye. If I said Danny Granger celebrate his goal against Motherwell, she could do one 
she could make it, put it in a an interesting hey, place. See if she see if she does that <laughs> for Greg. <laughs> I, I, it's got to it's got to have a message saying for Greg. <laughs> a picture of Danny Granger saying this one's for Greg. See if she if she'll uh, right. Patrick. There you go. That's your mission. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Keep you off the gambling for five minutes. <laughs> aye, well, well, aye, Laurie, I sent I sent you that link that you were asking about. It's gamblersanonymous.org.uk. <laughs> aye, but thanks for coming on and thanks for listening. Aye, are you talking to me? <laughs> I'm, talking, I'm talking to everybody. Oh, I didn't oh, tell you my story about how I super glued my fingers together. <laughs> oh no, this is not. Is this an American Pie type thing? Is it? No, it isn't no, but that's as far as it went. But I super glued my fingers. And apparently soap and water doesn't help. I had to Who's use a knife. Not on your fingers. Uh, well, aye. How many have you got left now? <laughs> I just sacrificed them. That's no, all right. What were you super gluing apart for your fingers? A WWF wrestling championship oh, of belt. Of course. <laughs> They're notorious for that. <laughs> aye, it was coming apart, so I had to... Why have you got belt. a wrestling belt? <laughs> That's where it's at nowadays. Because it's European champion. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was where it was at when you were eight. And you could actually watch them when they fake punch and kick and do their stupid act without pissing yourself laughing. I don't know. These, the bed romantics of these Sterling guys. <laughs> WWF belts? Dearie me. Craig's no tell anybody, but he's facing Kane at WrestleMania. Just <laughs> <laughs> imagine wearing his belt with his top off. <laughs> hey, didn't you think about that too much, Laurie? Su- suplexes on the on the cat. <laughs> poor Wendy. Poor Wendy. Wendy's been quiet. I could be just chokeslammed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no animals were harmed in the making of this podcast. No, I know I say that. I'm squealing when we're at the podcast. In fact, I know I'm not happy about this because you called me racist earlier, and now you're saying I harm cats. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm a sexual deviant. It's not really, it's not really been a good podcast for me. Hang on. Why did we say you're a sexual deviant? No, it's just... Before I was hinting at that with my top off, with my belt on. I didn't even think of that. You, you just went up. Someone gets to say Right, I'm off before you get me in more trouble. Right, thanks for listening. And I'm not racist. <laughs> and I did to go for a nose job. It's a septoplasty, not a rhinoplasty. It's a big difference. <laughs> I know his job. Can we know it? I'm not looking at Twitter again. <laughs> Good. <laughs> hey, bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. See you now, Mother Roll. Another pumping for hearts. What's the odds in another hat trick for a big man? Hicken hat trick. Ranger forward now. He can hit them, and he has hit one. Sensational hit from Danny Granger. 14 minutes played. Hearts are one up, and what a way to do it, Danny Granger. Unleashing with the left foot.